Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 52. Thank you so much for joining me and as always thank you for the lovely reviews and messages that you've left me. Apologies that I'm running a little late. I've been feeling a bit shit to be honest. I never talk about illness because I don't like to give it any attention but basically I've been very run down. I've picked up everything going over the last couple of weeks. I've felt fluey, I've had migraines, sinus pain, a really sore throat that won't go away, very tired and all of that shit, so I've spent quite a lot of time just hibernating. But I'm back now, and I have reluctantly accepted that the most likely reason for me feeling like crap is because I exist almost solely on coffee and cream eggs, so I've been making a concerted effort to eat something that has some kind of nutrition in it this week, and I already feel much better. So yes, thank you for your patience. So I decided on the topic for today's episode because last week I went to see a guy called Jimmy who I spoke to 10 years ago and a friend mentioned that they'd been to see him and I recently, a few months ago, went to see this lovely lady called Jane who is a psychic medium and she's actually a part of our Facebook community so um, you can find her on there and I got so much from that that I decided I was going to speak to this other guy who does a similar thing called Jimmy. So when I went to see Jane she told me loads of stuff that was very personal and very relevant and very comforting particularly about my friend Beck who passed away and lots of other things too about what was ahead and what I needed to know and she actually told me that I was going to be on the radio very soon when I went seeing her. And within the month, like I have no idea about going on the radio, didn't have a clue about that. And within the month, I literally had a man who I've never met before banging on the car window in the supermarket car park and randomly saying, do you want to go on the radio? It was fucking wild. I was fully gobsmacked. So I ended up going on his radio show and he even offered me my own show, which was a great opportunity, but I decided against it for now because my intuition was telling me that it wasn't the right time and I decided to go with that. So Jane was absolutely spot on and she does lots of other things as well, like paranormal nights and psychic development courses and loads of stuff. She's really, really good. And she's also fucking hilarious and very down to earth and just a lovely person. So if that is something that you're interested in, I know a few of you have already, but you can get in touch with her on the Facebook page. Her name is Jane Y-I-G-I-T. Um, so yeah, I decided because of that really good experience, I went to see this other guy as well called Jimmy. Um, his name's Jimmy Walker and I booked it a while back and I was given this date that when I got closer, I realised that the date was the night before Beck's anniversary, her first anniversary of her passing. So I thought, well, that must be a sign. There is a point to this story, I promise. So I've been speaking with another friend about doing a workshop with some prisoners and some people who are on probation. And that was the day before my appointment with Jimmy. And we'd met for a coffee the day before to discuss this. And at some point during that meeting and, and in our other times that we've talked about it, he'd mentioned that he was like trying to win this contract with a prison so <clears throat> I went to this appointment with Jimmy and I went in and sat down on the chair next to him. You're kind of in this little room um, on two armchairs. And I shit you not, I could literally feel the energy like buzzing around me. It felt like when I accidentally stuck my finger in a broken USB plug 
and I was mildly electrocuted, but in a really good way. Um, and he straight away asked me if I was a teacher, and I told him, yeah, I am a teacher. And then he started going on to say, yeah, but you're not in your proper teaching job now, are you? You're doing something else. So obviously I didn't say anything much. He's like, don't tell me anything, don't tell me anything. Um, and then he asked me, he said, are you teaching people about positive mental attitude and mindset and stuff? And I was like, what the fuck? And he also said, I feel like you've been talking about working with an authority, like a prison or probation or something like that. And have you had a meeting about winning a contract? Well, you can imagine my face at this point. And it went on like that. And to cut a very long story short, he basically just kept repeating quite excitedly about how successful I was going to be over and over and saying, you've got something really special in you, you know, you've got something really special. I don't think you realise your power yet. Um, and encouraging me saying that I, I must continue in this line of work because I'm in my purpose. That is my purpose and that's what I'm here to do. And he told me that I could have done this a while ago, but I'd kind of missed the turning. Uh, but I needed to go through some stuff to make me stronger and that like I've now taken the next turn and I'm back on the right path towards my purpose and I need to pursue it because this is exactly what I should be doing and that I'm going to be able to change people's lives by doing it and that's exactly how I feel about this like I've spoken about this loads of times before um but I've, I really feel and have felt for a long time that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my purpose is to be able to share this stuff with people and to be able to help them discover what their power is uh, for themselves. So it was really good to hear that. And I'd gone in, if I'm being honest, I'd gone in hoping to hear from my friend Beck, like I did so much through seeing Jane, who was so connected and so able to um bring me messages through that I was kind of expecting something similar and I left with nothing like that um but with such a strong feeling of knowing that I was finally living in my purpose so seeing both of those people has brought me a lot of comfort and a lot of clarity in two different ways and if you haven't already and you are somebody who's maybe feeling a bit like I was, like you needed a little bit of confirmation or clarity or you need some comfort, maybe you've lost somebody, then I would definitely recommend that you go and see somebody with those sorts of gifts. And a year or two ago, I went to an event at a spiritualist church. We have this spiritualist church in Horwich and they have different events on all the time. And there was um, another medium there, a man, and I can't remember his bloody name, I'll try and find it out, um and it was like there was like a crowd of people and he was speaking to different people in the audience and me and my friend went along to watch and he said something that really stuck in my head and he said that when you're here on earth as a human that you can't see what's ahead of you and you might be feeling quite confused and disheartened when you reach like a block in the road and you're pushed into another direction whether you like it or not but that your spirit team have got a bird's eye view of your life and they're watching what's ahead and they're guiding you through your life like you're in a maze and they're trying to get to you to go where you need to be. So when things seem like they're not working out how you'd hoped, that you can have trust that you are being guided in the right direction, which is something that I have definitely experienced with lots of different things in my life. But the deeper that your trust becomes, that you are being guided and that you are being steered in the right direction, the easier it is to take what you might see as knockbacks and rejections and 
things not panning out how you had planned. So although I have been really, really interested in all of this stuff since I was about 17, it's taken me a long time to discover what my purpose is. And throughout that, I've gone through a lot of feelings of frustration, which I know lots of other people will be experiencing too. And for me, a lot of that looked like having job after job after job. And each time after a couple of years, I would start to have this same feeling that I wasn't, um, what's the word? I wasn't contributing enough and I wasn't making enough of a difference and that I wasn't aligned with the job that I was doing. And as a result of that, I would usually make a complete pig's ear of whatever it was that I was doing because I didn't feel like it was important enough. I didn't feel like it was what I was here to do. But I also didn't know what it was. And there was no job like that exists out there, um, you know, like with a particular job title that I could search up on job websites because it just didn't exist and I, I had to kind of put it together myself to find out what it was that I wanted to do and obviously a lot of that is through podcasting and a few years ago I read this amazing book called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield and Jack Canfield is a fantastic author he's a really really great author a great speaker one of my absolute favorites Um, And he's most well known for a book called Chicken Soup for the Soul, which I've actually never read. I don't know why I've never read that. I'm going to order it tonight. But Chicken Soup for the Soul is a collection of uplifting stories that him and another man wrote together. And um, they got knocked back and knocked back and knocked back. And eventually they ended up, you know, getting a yes from a publishing house. And it just completely blew up. And now that Chicken Soup from the soul, for the Soul book has become worldwide and there are now lots of other versions of it for specific audiences, like for animal lovers or for teenagers and, and whatnot. And he went on to write another book called Success Principles and I really struggle to pay attention long enough to actually finish a book. I really don't have much of an attention span and this is definitely the biggest book I've ever read in my life, it has got, I've got it here in front of me, it's got 455 pages and I read this book in three days. I did not put it down and I loved every single page of it. If you haven't read it, I would highly recommend it. But the reason I'm talking about that book is because it's 47 different principles that he has collected that make up what we think of as success is gathered it from lots of different sources and the second one is about finding what your purpose is I'm just looking for the page now sorry don't mind me talk about yourselves number two be clear why you're here and this is the book that helped me to discover what it was that I really felt passionate about and what my purpose was And he actually defines the word success not as what we collectively kind of think of it as, which is like money and fame and having um, fancy cars and a big house and lots of material things, but he defines success as the ability to fully express yourself and to live your life within your purpose. And I think that is the true definition of success because ultimately you can have as many cars as you want and you can have 
big houses and you can go on fancy holidays and all those things are lovely and they're definitely things that lots of us are working towards and there's something to be said for having those things and those nice experiences and those nice surroundings but they're never really going to bring you true fulfillment unless you are living in your purpose so it's really really important that we figure out what our individual purpose is and he starts off that chapter of the book by saying I believe each of us is born with a life purpose identifying acknowledging and honoring this purpose is perhaps the most important action successful people take they take the time to understand what they're here to do and then they pursue that with passion and enthusiasm And then it says, what were you put on this earth to do? In capital letters. Very important. So in addition to reading this amazing book, I also watched a workshop that he did over the weekend. Um, It was on, I don't know if you've heard of this, but if you've not heard of this, I think loads of you will be really interested in it. And I don't know if I've mentioned this before. There's a subscription site called Gaia, G-A-I-A, And it's like Netflix almost, but it's just loads of good shit. Like, I can't really explain exactly what it is, but it's fucking mint and you'll absolutely love it. So if you don't already, I think you can get like a free trial. I would highly recommend that you download the app and give it a go. You can watch it on your telly. It's literally just like Netflix, but it's really good. And he did a little workshop on there and... I watched it over the weekend and I wrote down a few notes of the things that he said so that I could share them with you today because he's definitely the person who has helped me to discover what my purpose is. So he talks about in this workshop how joy is our guidance system because the things that bring us the most joy are the... (laughs) Gloria's trying to jump up on the bloody table... I'm going to have to have like a little mascot of a maid because she just wants to be featured in every episode. Anyway, so he talks about using joy as your guidance system because he said whatever brings you joy, and that's different for everyone, is going to lead the way to show you what you feel most purposeful when you are doing it. Gloria, get that top down, hon. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, So... One of the activities that he talks about doing is something called a joy review. And it's really simple to do and you could do it right now. All you have to do is write down, I am happiest when, and then you write down 10 activities that make you feel happy, that make you feel joyful. So you just write down 10 basic activities. So it could be something like meditating or um having fun with your friends or traveling or it could be being around animals so the 10 things that you feel bring you the most joy and then when you've got those written down you then have to order them from the first one to the 10th one in order of the the joy that they bring you so number one would be the one that would bring you the most joy and 10 would be lower down the list And then you write down, I am most upset when, and you do the same. Now, you might not get to 10, but you just put down the ones that come to mind. What upsets you the most? What makes you the most angry? What makes you the most worried? And then you order them again from the strongest feeling of upset to the least strongest. So it could be something like, 
For example, I've got a good one. When people cut trees down, I came home from work the other day, I nearly lost my shit, and I rarely lose my shit these days, but I nearly lost it the other day, and I sent a proper Karen email to the management of this building that I live in. Because I've got this beautiful, beautiful, spectacular tree outside my bedroom and living room window. It's one of those, I don't know what it is, but it when it's autumn, it goes from green to yellow to red, like all at the same time. And it's just gorgeous, like it all changes colour. It's just very beautiful. And I often take pictures of it when I'm coming home from working in summer. It's gorgeous. I came down the other day. And it had been what can only be described as fucking butchered. It was basically just a stick. And I don't know why. I think somebody must have complained about it blocking light or something. But it really pissed me off. (laughs) And that is probably because something that's very high on my list of things that make me happy is being around trees. Like I love walking in like a woodland area. I like walking anywhere, but I particularly love walking in forests because I just feel very connected to trees. I've always loved trees. And so when people fuck with my trees, it upsets me greatly. Anyway, I've finished ranting now. There's nothing I could do about the tree apart from that. I'm sending it good vibes to grow back quickly and even better. So yeah, you write down the things that make you the most upset or the most angry and then you order them again from the strongest feeling to the least strong feeling. And then you have a look at that information and kind of draw it together. Are there any links between the two? So so it could be, in the example that I've given, that maybe something to do with my purpose might be to do with the conservation of trees. Now, for me, they weren't the strongest ones on my list. They were up there, but they weren't the strongest ones. So I'll share with you a couple that were quite strong on both of the lists for me. So on my list of things that bring me the most joy, one of them was speaking to groups of people. Another of those was inspiring people to discover their potential. And then on my what pisses me off list, some of the things on there were things like when I see that people are constrained by the limiting beliefs, because you can you start to see that in people very blatantly obvious when you know what a limiting belief is. And another one was about when I hear people not speaking well of themselves. So those two have a clear link to the ones that bring me joy about talking to groups of people and being able to inspire people to discover what their potential is. And you will know if you've spent any time around me that if you say anything bad about yourself, I won't even take you on or I will correct you very quickly because that's one of the worst things that you can do. So I feel very passionately that my purpose is to serve other people in helping them to unlock their potential and be more confident and improve their life in some way through them discovering what they're capable of. And the way that I feel most joyful in doing that is by speaking. So obviously I could do that by writing, I could write a book or I could um, write a blog and all of those things are fine. But for me, the, the biggest one is through speaking. And all through my school reports, it just says, would be better if she could stop talking. Sophie can't concentrate because she's always chatting. <laughs> it's been clear from the start that my purpose involved talking. So that activity is called the joy review. 
And now the next one I'm going to share with you is called the life purpose exercise. So it says, list two of your unique personal qualities, such as enthusiasm and creativity. And when I listened to that on the workshop that he was doing on Gaia, he actually suggested that you might want to ask some of your closest friends, not necessarily um, ones that you know are just going to blow smoke up your ass, but people who you trust, their opinion of you, and ask them what are two qualities that they would use to describe you. And I did that, and there were some common themes within them. Dickhead. No, they weren't really. Uh, (laughs) So once you've done that, you've written down your two unique personal qualities. The next thing to do is to list one or two ways that you enjoy expressing those qualities when interacting with others, such as to support people or to inspire people. So he uses the examples of the words enthusiasm and creativity and the way that he expresses those qualities is by supporting people and inspiring people and number three says assume that the world is perfect right now what does the world look like how is everyone interacting with everyone else what does it feel like write your answer as a statement in the present tense describing the ultimate condition the perfect world as you see it and feel it remember a perfect world is a fun place to be and then it gives an example of saying Everyone is freely expressing their own unique talents. Everyone is working in harmony and everyone is expressing love. Number four, which is the final one, says combine the three prior subdivisions of this paragraph into a single statement. For example, my purpose is to use my creativity and enthusiasm, which were the two words that he used at first, to support and inspire, which were the ones from step two others to freely express their talents in a harmonious and loving way, which was linked in with what the world would look like if it was perfect to you. So I would really recommend that you just take, it doesn't take any longer than like 10, 15 minutes, and it's well worth it, because these two exercises will really help you to discover what your purpose is. And the last part of the activity, which in my opinion is the one that gave me the most clarity, is a question that's in this book that's stuck in my mind. And I've searched through the book. Can I find it? Can I fuck? It was so important that I can't even remember what it was. But it was something like, what would you do for free because it doesn't feel like work? So for me, it's talking. Like, that. that's it. Like, that gave me clarity straight away. I, I love to talk to people. Like, I love it. I have been a very talkative person all my life. Even in my mid-twenties when I worked at this insurance company, (laughs) I had to actually ask to move to a separate desk and my manager at the time actively encouraged me to move there because I just couldn't get anything done because I was just talking all the time. Like I am a natural talker. At uni, we would do presentations and I would be the one who would speak in front of people because although obviously I still get a little bit of nerves, Nothing like the level of nerves that most people would get because that is what I am naturally good at. It's what I'm drawn to and it's most importantly what brings me joy is talking to people. So that question, what would you do for free because it doesn't feel like work, might not be exactly what Jack Canfield said because I cannot fucking find it, but it was something like that. So add that one into your journaling.
in the online workshop, he actually went as far as to say that if we are living out of our purpose, that we can manifest physical illnesses in the body because we're not following the right path, we're not listening to our intuition, we're not listening to what brings us joy and we're forcing ourselves to do a lot of activities that are not making us feel purposeful and fulfilled and that's something to consider. I mean obviously everybody will have different opinions on that but I am a firm believer that every physical illness is a manifestation of something that's going on internally it's a dis-ease your body is at dis-ease it's not at ease so if you are finding that you are working or uh, working in a job that is bringing you a lot of physical ailments stress feeling you know rubbish all the time um then perhaps that might be why it's something to consider I know that when I was in my last job, as a result of the stress that comes with that profession, I was feeling shit most of the time, like I was feeling shit. And when I'm podcasting, I don't feel like that. I feel great. I feel excited. I feel enthusiastic. I know I'm flaky as fuck. I already know that. I know. Somebody has actually just sent out a little such party on the Facebook group for me because I just disappeared off the face of the earth. But that isn't because I don't enjoy it. I really, really do. Um, and every time I do it, I feel like I'm living in my purpose and it's a very satisfying feeling, more satisfying than any material object from working in a job that I don't like would ever bring me. And sometimes our purpose is not going to necessarily be our job. It could be that you work in a job, but that you do something on the side that gives you purpose. And that's kind of like what I'm doing at the minute. I I work in one job and I do this and I kind of almost see this as my job. But it's obviously on the side of what I do technically for a living at the minute. But I'm hoping that that will evolve into me being able to do this for my job. Because over a lifetime, the average human spends 15 solid years, 24 hours a day solid every day of the week, 15 years at work. So if you are spending 15 years, let's say, let's cut it into 12-hour shifts, 30 years of 12-hour solid shifts with no day off, if you are in a job that isn't aligning with your purpose, then it's a bit of a waste, for one. And secondly, you're going to be miserable. So... Take a little bit of time this week to do those exercises. The first one was the joy review. The second one was the life purpose exercise. And the third one was asking yourself that question, what would what work would I do for free? Because it doesn't feel like work. And feel free to share your findings in the Facebook group. In fact, I will write all that up and I will put it in the Facebook group for us to have a look at. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you for waiting for me. Thank you for your lovely messages of concern and for the such parties that you've sent out for me. (laughs) Sorry that I'm such a flaky bitch and have a fantastic week. I'll see you all later.